<laughs> okay, well, I'm so excited about this recording um, tonight. I have uh, my close friend, uh, Jennifer Ox, is on, and, um, you know, the Lord's given her a powerful word on trust, and, um, you know, just obviously on the podcast, we just share parts of our stories, and um, and this is just an, an important uh, time in her life story that the Lord has been really speaking to her, and um, and so I'm so glad you're here. I love you so much. It's good to be here. <laughs> and... Um, and I'm just excited to hear what the Lord's been doing in your life. So you have the floor. Tell us a little bit about what the Lord's been sharing with you. Well, um, I guess I will start with uh, just maybe where we've been the past year and um, kind of run into uh, what's been repeating mm-hmm. over and over. Um, and I I don't want to make this, like I said, um, I don't want to make this all about me. I want it to be... Um, Mostly about what I've pulled away from the Lord, and um, that way somebody can gain something um, valuable, like yeah. I have. I've gained a lot of value, a lot of a lot of wonderful things from the um, deep things we've had to walk through. Mm-hmm. But um, a little bit of what has happened is last year, back in June, um, I was diagnosed with COVID, and um, early part of July ended up in the hospital. Um, just, you know, kind of thought I was getting better, but, um, ended up going in with a little bit of breathing difficulty and, um, my, um, O2 levels were down. And so they admitted me and which started the whole process of, uh, a battle basically for my life. So, um, and, and during all of that time, um, trust was a really big word. Yeah, and I, I've learned a lot about trust. I learned a lot about what I thought I knew about trust, and uh, learned a lot about the the little surface trust I thought I had. Um, a little bit deeper than that, but it was it was mainly surface. And I say that probably not to I'm not trying to demean what I had, but I realized that what I had was not as deep as I thought it was. Right. And um, that the Lord really showed me a lot more about trusting Him than I knew mm-hmm. to be true. So um, at that point in time, I, I was in the hospital for around 92 days um, and on the ventilator for 55. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sedated for two weeks out of that 55 days and um, just went through the process and a lot of those things I don't remember a lot of things I do, uh, but we went through the whole process of, um, you know, just walking out, waiting. Some of it was waiting on what the Lord was doing, waiting for, you know, different things the doctors were trying to do to, to work, what was going to work, what wasn't. And um, so we just kind of were on a day-to-day yeah. wait. So um, you you learn to trust a lot when you're in a situation where you don't really know what's going to happen. And um, I, I learned that it is not just a matter of what you say. It's a matter of, you know, what's within you, what um, what you're really leaning on. A lot of times we lean more on our own understanding than we do on His. And um, I learned the importance of hiding the Word in my heart. Amen. Um, because in those moments of time, that's all I had to pull from so um anyway uh basically the timeline of events went from being admitted to um having to make the decision to go on the ventilator and I ended up having to call my kids and um talk to them about um you know what would we didn't know what was going to be the outcome of that situation so uh you know talking to them and uh and trying to, you know, almost either say goodbye or, yeah, um, you know, hopefully I can't even at that point in time. That. Yeah, that was, it was difficult. And I don't think, um, at least for that moment, I don't really feel like there was a lot of fear involved. Like I thought there would have been. Um, I do remember my husband saying it's about to get really busy in here. You know, he's, and he kissed me goodbye, and, and he left, and um, I had just talked to the kids before that, and um, it did get busy, and I, but I 
I don't think it's um, like we talked about, you know, knowing the number of days that you have. Right. I, um, I don't think I was afraid of where I was going if my number of days was up. Wow. You know, it was more about um, not really wanting that to be the, the finality. Did you life. find yourself, because um, I feel like I know your heart, you know, worried, of, you're more concerned with Chris and the boys and, yeah. Yeah. It was more about the, um, what I didn't say, what I didn't, you know, are they prepared? Do they know this? You know, the things you'd miss the you know, all of the things that, um, that you don't think about when you're just living life, the things that you take for granted. Um, and so I think in those moments, what, what flashed back to me the most was, did I cover it all? Mm. You know, do they really know that I love them the way that I do? Wow. Um, and I think on the flip side of this, like come like now, I see um, every mm-hmm. every opportunity to show love, and sometimes I express it a little too much That's now okay. because you know it's like you don't want to miss anything. No, yeah, no, um, not a moment. And so family is more valuable. You know, things that uh, once took a front seat now take a back seat. And yeah, wow. Uh, so. Um, it's some things are just not important no. as they used to be. Right. And we're yeah. different people. We're different people because of it. Um, and so um, one of the things that I learned was inserting yourself back into life. Uh, what used to be is really hard to do. It's difficult to put a changed person back into a, an environment that things seem to feel the same. Right. And, um, you know, if you think about it, from my perspective anyway, um, I can't speak for Chris's because he was continuing to to work and to, um, gosh, I can't imagine trying to work and worrying about a loved one like that. But, um, you know, there were months that went by. So it's almost like when you come back into reality. Right. um, People have... You know, for six months or so have gone on with their life and things have happened in their lives that you don't know about. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that, you know. Oh, and wow. So it's like, you know, stepping back into, um, you know, the things that people have just been carrying on with and life goes on life goes without on. you. And, yeah. and so that was a hard thing to grasp as well as, you know, it had I not come back. You know, life would have just kept going on. So, you know. It's a big deal right there. It's a really big deal. It's very sobering. Yeah, and very, I want to say humbling, but Mm. that may not if that's the word. Okay. Yeah, it is. It kind of puts the perspective on things that everything is important. Yeah, and it for me, like when I hear you, just for me hearing because I've heard that too, just at the schoolhouse and teachers. Like, Honey, you go and take off because they're going to keep on going with you here or not. You know, that's true. Um, humbling in the respect for me, I think when I'm when I say that is that life will go on and that they will be okay. Mm-hmm. Because as mothers, I know I was like this. I'm learning. You're not really in control of any of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, God has that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. You have your purpose. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? He's got well, them. He's got them that's, covered. Yeah. That's one of the things that is we think we're in control. Right. And trust puts us in our place uh-huh. and says, okay, some things, yeah, you are in control yeah. of. Yeah. There are major things that you have absolutely no right. control over. Yeah. And in that moment, especially when I went into the hospital, I think, it was really weird because there wasn't like this level of fear. Mm. I was just like, there's not anything I can do. Right. I'm in the best place I can be at this moment in time with people who knew how to take care of me. I have to trust that they are going to make the decisions for my life that are the right decisions and trust the outcome Mm. to the Lord. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what else do you do? Right. There's not another option. Yeah. When there's no other option but to trust, yeah, that's all you have. Trust you, Lord. That's all you have. Here we go. <laughs> and it does make you feel out of control. It, yeah. It can make you feel, um, you know, I'm not going to say there weren't times I wasn't fearful because I was. Sure. Yeah. 
but it's um, it's like Chris and I have talked about the uh, the the fight for me with trust came in the middle of my hospital stay to into my recovery even to today, and that's mainly because a lot of the things I didn't remember, I didn't know about a lot of the decisions or even the the up and down days that he knew about. Right. He was trusting in those moments for me, um, praying with me and, and declaring the word over me, put scriptures up in my walls mm-hmm. and pictures of the family. And <clears throat> But I didn't have to trust until I started looking at my legs and realizing they wouldn't move. Wow. I had to trust when I wasn't able to feed myself, when I had to have somebody come in and feed me. You know, there's... Uh, not brushing my hair, not being able to wipe my face or yeah. um, go to the restroom alone, right. things of that nature. Yeah. And so, um, Like you were saying, the things that we, the, what we think are little things are big things, really, huge, but yeah. that we take we for take granted. For granted. Yeah. And so um, it was it was there that the character of Christ was just very significant mm. because... Even on the, because I did have bad days. I had bad days where I, I'm like, why, Lord, where are you at? I don't, yeah. I don't know where you are. I, I don't understand <clears throat> this. And um, I don't care who you are. You have those days. Um, sure. But the character of, of who the Lord is, the character of his goodness and his love and knowing that he's come through a thousand times before and knowing that I can trust him for those things. I can trust him for this too. Right. And um, we know the character because the Word tells us the character of God, and we know the character of God because of the history that we have with Him. Right. And if we don't have a history with Him, building a history um, is important, um, and we build history by leaning into Him. And that's one of the life verses that I had was um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. And he will direct your path. Amen. And um, I had to lean into that. I had to lean into, okay, you brought me through this. You know, years ago when I was struggling in my mind, you brought me through that. When I struggled in my emotions or when I felt rejection or self-hatred, all these things, you brought me through that. So if you brought me through this, you're going to bring me my physical body through this as well. Um, And I... I, I won't tell you I didn't doubt because I yeah. did have yeah. moments of doubt where I was like, you know, I'm looking at Chris and I'm like, tell me it's going to be okay. And I think it's important that you surround yourself yeah. with people who will tell you what the Word says. What the Word says. Um, and encourage you and tell me, you know, tell me truth. Um, I have a friend of mine that I can call and I say, you know, tell me truth. Tell me, am I believing a lie right now? It's important that you have that right. in your life. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Um, one of the scriptures I wrote down is Psalm thirty-seven five: Commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will act. That's so good. And He will act. We had yeah. talked about that one. You know, yeah. that's a good one. Um, I know. You know, when Shane went through his bout of cancer or whatever, when the boys were little. Um, when I say boys, I mean yours and mine. <laughs> they, were, they, were. <laughs> they were little, but the scripture, and I think it's really talking about when the Lord's coming back. But I remember, um, you know, literally going into my closet and praying, um, so that I could hide from Cain because he was a little boy. Yeah. And um, the one that has called you is faithful, and He will do it. And I thought That's about like good. even if it's talking about the Lord coming back, if He can come back, He can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just yeah. and then that. That time of our story, that part of our story, got us through the other things that we've been through the last three or four years, right? That's right. Yeah. So it's like you think about David and fighting the lion and the bear. You know, you learn these things when you're a kid. Yeah. Prepared him for bigger battles. Right. Um, And, you know, like I jokingly tell the Lord, okay, Lord, I don't want to fight (laughs) bigger I don't want any more bigger battles. This is big enough. I know. Um, Yeah. But, you know, his his strength is made perfect. Yeah, and we, in, in our weakness. So, truth. And we talked about um, Paul. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about yeah. that? You and I talked about it. But. Yeah, we. Um, one of the the biggest scriptures that I pulled from, and that's that's one of the things that I I try to encourage everybody is have. You need to have a well mm-hmm. of the word within you, 
Um, you know, during my hospital stay, I was not able to pick up a physical Bible or um, or read on my phone. I actually locked myself out of my phone, <laughs> trying, trying to put in the password. Bless your heart. <laughs> we can I, laugh today. I know. I couldn't put it up to my face for the facial recognition because I couldn't reach up. Right. Um, so I would lay there, and instead of... And, there were times I would get weepy and um, frustrated, and especially with visiting hours were so limited. And because um, you said Chris could come for an hour, for an hour, okay. Yeah. And so um, I waited for that clock to get oh, to that gosh, point. I can see you doing that. I just waited and waited. And if he was a minute late, I'm like, <laughs> let me ask you, say, don't let me forget about Paul because yeah, I know you're going there. Yeah. But when he would walk in the room, oh my gosh, it was like a light, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I wanted to, because I can visualize that. First yeah. of all, I know him. He's the most hilarious. <laughs> Energetic. Yeah. Well, I just remember when y'all did come back and visit after oh, all gosh. this. And then the ne- I think it was the next Sunday or something, I come walking out. And he was like, get in the car, woman. <laughs> I was like, some things never change. Never change. <laughs> never change. Even though he opened the door and made sure yeah. you were in there nicely, he's yeah. going to act like, like, you know, he's a nut. But I do remember... Um, you know, when, when Kane was little and he had a, well, I guess he was junior, I had a surgery, you know, and um, I remember being in the children's hospital and there's like a tornado and we had a wheel out in the hall and then, you know, how there's like the code blue mm-hmm. and that was going on. And where my window was, it was, there's a helicopters landing and it's a children's hospital and you yeah. see the things that you see in a children's yeah. hospital. And I remember when Papa Blankenship opened that door and he's a tall man, you know, mm-hmm. and when he walked in, it it was just like light. Yeah. So I was wondering yeah, so when he would like walk that. in. Because so I was <clears> at three <throat> different facilities, and the first one was East Alabama. And I mean, the absolute most amazing care mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. I've, I've been able to contact some of the nurses and have dinner with them. Oh, amen, Jennifer. It's been beautiful. Yeah. And um, See, he's in all the details. Oh, so Keep good. going. <laughs> and so um, I've <clears> talked <throat> with a couple of the main ones that I had, and I even ended up having the same nurse a second time because I had blood clots in my lungs after I got out of the hospital. So I had to go back in and take those. And, um, but you know, when we were there, they were wonderful. So I don't remember a lot of him coming in there to visit me. Right. But the second place I was at was pretty challenging. I'll just be kind. Um, it was very hard to be there. It was very difficult. And, um, I would wait for that, Yeah, wait for him to come around the corner. And when he'd come in, um, I don't know if he saw it on my face, but like my heart was just like, oh my God, he's here. You know, and that was more of like a security for me because I felt so insecure and out of control in those moments because I, I, you know, like I told you, I'm tapping on the side of the pit to, I'm like trying to get somebody's attention Mm -hmm. because I couldn't speak. And so um, he would come around the corner and he's trying to read my lips, you know, and um. But he, it was uh, very welcomed, and my mom was able to end up spending the night with me there um, because of some circumstances that took place. And so she would spend the nights with me just to make to sure, make sure okay. I was all right, yeah. protected. And um, and so those were, I consider, you know, just the Lord opening doors for my comfort. Yeah. Um. That if I was going to have to be in an uncomfortable situation, that he wasn't going to allow me to be there alone. Amen. And, um, you know, the more I thought about that um, over time, you know, it's like I did get an hour a day with my husband, which was torturous because we're so used to being together yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was it was a blessing to have him walk around the corner. And he was always so upbeat. One of the things, you know, he never let me see right. his frustration yeah. or his um, questioning or, you know, doubt or anything that he may have went through. And I know he did. Sure. Um, because we're all human. And, <clears throat> I mean, I went through doubt and anger and frustration. And, um, you know, it, it. he never let me see it. Um and it meant a lot to me because I knew that I could count on him being that that one I could lean into. Right. And it was just such a picture of the Lord because, like, it's kind of funny now, but he would come in and I'm like, he rubbed my legs. I, I didn't have any muscle tone on my yeah. legs. And yeah. so he'd come in and he would put lotion on my legs and stuff. And a lot of times I just look at him and think, you know, this is a picture of who God is. Yeah, he, he yeah. Comes, he cares, and 
He he doesn't always remove you from the circumstances that you're in. Yeah. But, but he's comfort. He's there yeah. and he's comfort. Yeah. And he's protection. So um, a lot of the things that I saw in my <clears throat> husband was a reflection of the Lord and how he cares for Which us. is what Chris has been called to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And he and we all carry <clears throat> His spirit, so mm-hmm. we carry some around something very valuable. Mm-hmm. We, you know, my mother-in-law used to always say that, yeah. and um, and so I was wondering, like, when he walked in, is he like a beacon of light? Oh my gosh, yes, Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the angels are singing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But back to Paul, um, <clears throat> we were talking about uh, his thorn in the flesh and how he asked the Lord to remove it three yes. times, and yep. um, you know. I probably asked more than three times. The Lord probably like, Shh. <laughs> but, we'll record the three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure it was more than that. But, um, that that scripture was one of the the ones that I, I had mentioned that I studied before I got sick, and um, I didn't know at the time when I studied it that it would be something I would pull from in the middle of my circumstances. And um, it's Second Corinthians twelve nine. The Lord's response to Paul when he's praying for that thorn to be removed um, is, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And in the Greek there, the word rest means, it gives the idea of a tent being pitched over you. Mm. Um, And and. When I was studying that, I kind of got the picture of, you know, tents are portable. They're not meant to be uh, permanent dwellings. They're temporary. And so in our weaknesses, the Lord pitches that protective covering. He keeps us safe from the elements. He keeps us safe from the the things that are going on around us. And and we get to rest there until our strength is built up in Him. And then we pack up our tent and we move along. <laughs> um, so it, it's just, um, it's that temporary dwelling. We don't stay mm-hmm. in our weakness right. for long because He is our strength. He is our strength. So, yep. and He gives us time to get through it. Yeah. It's one of the good things about God. He's not in a hurry. He's not telling yeah. you, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. You know, get it together. You don't have it together <clears throat> That's yet. Right. Fix this. He's not like that. He's gentle and He's. You know, like any good father, I mean, even the best father, he's better, but um, just he's edging us along gently. Yeah. He's not shoving or pushing, he's not shoving or, or pushing, demeaning. No, or, no, he's just gentle. Yep, that's his character. That's his character. Love, and that's the character that we depend on. You know, um, that's the character that we we trust in and we lean into, um, and it's his character and the history that we have with him that makes all the difference in the world. Amen. Amen. Uh, the, this, the other part of that, did you d- write down 10? That is why for Christ's sake, I, I think you and I talked about that. Yeah, we too. did. I delight in weaknesses mm-hmm. and insults and, and in hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I'm weak, then I yeah. am strong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and we talked about that. You and I have talked about that, about how, you know, when you count it all joy, mm-hmm. when you walk through those things, because that's how you know that the Lord is real. That's how He's mm-hmm. built in your character. All the things, right? Beauty for ashes, all those things yes. that we've been told. But the reality behind all of that, we hear the things like we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. It's truth. Yeah. Like even today, I was in a meeting and we were talking and some people were in an uproar about things. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. In the light of things, like I'm yeah, good. And and I have had something like you were saying. You come back changed. Mm-hmm. I am changed. Like I was saying, I was a child. I dealt with um, perfectionism in my teens. And my mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that as a kid. You'd think I was crazy. But mm-hmm. in my twenties, in my thirties, um, you know, I started kind of understanding a little bit more. I'll be forty four next month. Mm-hmm. Chris is the twenty eighth, right? Yeah. October twenty. I got mine twenty seventh. And um, anyways, um, I don't have to. I'm not. I'm not obtaining something that's not obtainable anymore. I'm okay with who I am currently because I like the sweet parts, Jennifer, and I like the difficult parts. Now, I don't like the difficult parts when I was in it. Mm-hmm. But now I see, oh, that's that's what that was. Yeah. That's what, you didn't do that, but yeah. you were there and da-da-da-da, and now we're here. Oh, I see it. Yeah, and I right? am who I am because of it. And I'm able to help others and identify with others. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know about you, but I like doing the fun things that girls do and all the things that make us happy, whatever, and shot, all that stuff. That's not where I get my joy. Right. And I love my children. Yeah. And they bring me joy. But yeah. my everlasting joy is in the Lord and right. being about His business, loving Him and loving others. And the way that I can identify and love others is because of the sufferings I've walked through. Yeah. That's yeah. the joy. Well, and people need to see that because if we if we walk around constantly portraying that we are perfect and we have it all together and we've never gone through anything and not saying that, I think, and don't hear me say I've gone through anything more than anybody else. No. Because yeah. everybody's gone through sure. levels of things and probably even worse than me. And, um, but what I'm saying is, is if we hide it mm-hmm. and we keep hiding our struggles, we keep hiding the fact that, okay, this was hard. Right. Why can't I say it's hard? Yeah. yeah. Why should I have to say, oh, bless the Lord, oh, yeah. my soul. Yeah. I mean, yes, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless right. his holy yeah. name. Absolutely. But... If I if that's all I say, somebody with a difficult moment can't can't even be real, right? Because they don't feel like they can open up and say, "Hey, I'm struggling." Yeah. And that's a man made thing yeah. because when you're reading the scriptures, they keep it real. <laughs> yeah, you right? read the Psalms; it's up and down. Yeah, yeah. And and even Paul's talking mm-hmm. about it here. Yeah. And we were saying, you know, if he wrote the Bible. And you read the Bible. He the one that wrote the Bible. He's going to go through something and tell you, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I love his story so much yeah. because where he was and where he is. And mm-hmm. now that he's doing the work of God and he's doing the ministry, he still has difficulties. Mm-hmm. He's still overwhelmed. He's right. still imprisoned. He's still beaten. Right. He's but he's singing at midnight. He's still singing. Yeah. And that's, you know, everybody has midnight hours. Mm. And I think that uh, a lot of people try to hide them. Yeah. You know, oh, no, I went to bed at night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stay until midnight. <laughs> That's so good. But, I mean. But there's freedom in that. Uh, there's freedom in being yeah. who God has created you to be, the good, the bad, mm-hmm. all of the things that we walk through, yeah. the sweet moments, the hard moments, the great moments, all of it yeah. is, you know, and it's. It just needs to be able to be said. It's yeah. one a.m. and I'm crying. Yeah, it's one a.m. and I'm I'm broken at one a.m. and I need somebody to understand. Yeah, because there's somebody else that's broken. There's so yeah. many of us that go. We all go through stuff, yeah. and we're here to help each other. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it's worth saying. Yeah. Let's just you know, let's take off the mask sometimes <clears> and just say, you know what, I, I and you know, not that I've been there and I'm. You know, no, whatever. Yeah. It's more about I've been there, sure, and I, I might not experience what you're walking through, right. but I, I empathize with you, and yeah. I want to be a shoulder to lean into. You know, to feel that, like we were talking about earlier, that pressure. You know, when I lean into the Lord, I feel I feel His pressure against me. Yeah, and I can lean into Him, and I feel His strength. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's not my own strength. Yeah. <laughs> because my own strength looks like I'm fumbling around, not knowing what I'm doing. But, um, you know, in Him, I can rest in knowing that He holds me. Mm. And people need to know that we are representations of Christ in that way as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that we're able to be leaned upon as yeah. well. Yeah. So um, um, it, it's, it's just important that we take off the. The need to say everything's okay all the time, right? Um, because we we have such a great opportunity to minister to other people. Amen. When Amen. we're real, when we're real, yeah. And love is real. And love is real. I've got uh, Psalm thirteen five, but I have I trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that word trust is, um, you know, we say, "Well, I trust the Lord. I trust the Lord." But right. you know, when it's when it's when it's the midnight hour. Yeah. You know, when it's tough, you yeah. know, sometimes you have to coach yourself through that. Like, you do. I've had to just say out loud, I trust you, Lord, and yeah. you're letting your heart and your mind try to connect yeah. to each other, and sometimes they're two separate beasts. Yeah. Your heart wants to believe, but Absolutely. your mind tells you something different. And Absolutely. And we've talked about, Chris and I have taught on feelings, mm-hmm. how feelings are so fickle. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we're very geared in going the direction of the way we feel. Sure. Instead of the truth that's set before us. And uh, one of the things we've learned is that it may be real, but it's not true. true. 
So what is truth? Mm -hmm. And truth is what you find in the Word. Truth is the character of God. If we can lean into truth, then the feelings subside because we know that feelings are usually out of places of the past. They're out of the fear that the enemy brings. They're out of circumstances we walked through before that didn't end the way we wanted them to. Um, And we end up kind of putting that on God. Well, God, you failed me. God never failed you. God failed your idea of who you thought he was, Mm -hmm. but he never failed. It was your own idea that you portrayed, you know. And um, I think it's important to to notice that um, if we can get out of our own way, Mm -hmm. um, which is typically the feelings area, um, and stop relying on, on what our feelings you know, lead us into and, and really lean into the word that we can see that his character yeah. is is strong and able to uphold us. And we can put the feelings aside and take those things captive. Yeah. You know, the thoughts I was yeah. saying earlier that, you know, thoughts are super important and um, what you choose to rest on in your thinking is a big deal. Amen. Um, and if you don't take those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ and say, nope, you know, this is not what God says over me. This is not what God has for me. Um, you can get wrapped up really quick and go spiraling in yeah, your feelings. Yeah, time. sure. And like you were saying, your perception of who God is and mm-hmm. his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. And our human mind can't even comprehend. Right. We don't see the big picture. Yeah. We see. <laughs> yeah. And so he's, yeah. he's working at this beautiful plan for your life right. and like you're saying he didn't bring any of that mess on you exactly but he was there with you yes he brought you out he's got big things coming yeah so it's important though what i think about god <clears throat> is important my my perception of him amen and we haven't we don't all have a great perception of the lord right and, and that could be like you know your earthly father maybe he wasn't the greatest right you know representation of who the heavenly father was maybe he was the greatest but even that's not even, yeah. you know, doesn't even match who the yep. Lord is. And, um, you know, we just have to watch our perception of who the Lord sure. is and where we're yeah. getting our perception right. from. It's important to know his character because yeah. his character is going to lead us to the truth of who he is. And then we won't rely so much on feeling. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes even, you know, the church that have been church since they were little, you know, the religious part of that too, you know, mm-hmm. if I just do enough, if I'm yeah. good enough, if, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it sometimes starts becoming, uh, the works, right. Sure. You know, the works mentality. Yeah. When really all we're meant to do is love him. Yeah. And he's, you know, there to love us. So yeah. it's not about what can I do? How far do I need to go? What mark do I need to meet? Um, he just wants you to pursue him, and that's yes, it. I think that's a beautiful, just to pursue him. Mm-hmm. And so love God and loving others, Yeah, right? We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. And so pursuing his children and loving them is pursuing him. Yeah. You're about his business. You're focused in on that. Right. That is that everlasting joy that we talked about. Right. And um, and it's it's real fun. <laughs> it is. It, it is. Is, is fun to me. Like yeah. it. You know, when you get up in the morning and you're ready, and it doesn't matter really how you like, you gotta sometimes you gotta get ready. Like, it's time, okay, we're going, Lord, what are we gonna do <laughs> today? Who are we gonna love? Yeah. Like a pep talk, like mm-hmm. you're coaching yourself. But once you get out and you surround yourself, and you know, things are hard and things are difficult, and I'm not saying that it's hard to see people suffering, and right. you know, you wanna fix things for people, and that's not what you're called to do. You're called to love them and pray and uh, be there for them and all the things. And, um, you know, I had somebody say one time to me, you always tell me to keep your Bible open. But I don't know what you want me to read. Like, I'm going to read it. <laughs> and and so, and I get that. Like, we said that this is the living Word of God mm-hmm. and, and understanding how to read the Scriptures and what does that mean and all that can sometimes be daunting for, you know, you just have to be that person where you're showing them truth, by the, not by being perfect, by everything no. Jennifer just said. By living your life authentically, being real, showing compassion and love, all the fruits of the Spirit that He asks right. us to do, um, and it will lead to these things. They will right. understand the Word and stuff like that. That's so, right. and I think with that, you know, 
when we walk through difficult things and what you walk through, I can't even imagine. So what is that? What in your life story is he going to use that? What are we doing with this, Lord? Okay, right. we, we walk through this for a reason. Right. Now, what are we about to do? Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be good. <laughs> That's the question of the day. I know. <laughs> what are we going to do doing? with this? <laughs> well, and, you know, because it, I think I had somebody say to me during this time, well, you need to learn the lesson that the Lord has for you so you don't have to repeat this again. Oh, wow. And it destroyed my yeah. heart for yeah. a minute. I was like, is that the character of God? No, no, that's that. I mean, that's like, is that let me beat is... you with a stick no. here. Yeah, that's not um, his character. And I had to realign, you know, okay, what do I know yeah. about the God I serve? Sure. What do I know he thinks of me? Mm-hmm. And, and is this... In comparison to what they just said, is this truth? Yeah, because Jesus even asked for the cup to be taken from him, but when it wasn't, he followed through and did, and that's his son. So yeah. that hasn't, that's not true, right? right? And you know right. that. Right. But what if somebody didn't know that? Exactly. So we have to be really careful or sure. to people. Yeah. Um, and so it was like taking that and saying, okay, um, that came from a place of, you know, I, I don't say ignorance as in being rude. No, I just no, say, sure. You know, yeah, like it is ignorance. Misunderstanding. Though. Yeah, it is. And um and, and then just saying, Okay, that that's not of the Lord. So let's just get back on track here. Yeah, it's kinda like Job's wife saying, Just curse the Lord, is what you did, you know, that's not true. That, curse the Lord that, and that, die. That, that, that no, what we doing. <laughs> yeah. Well and, and you not being offended by that or holding on to that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you saw that that's what that was. Yeah. That's not truth. And we have to know how to release yeah. those things and not hold on to yeah. them. Because that could have bogged me down, sure, especially no. in the state of mind that I was in in that moment in time. So what I ended up doing was saying, Okay, Lord, if I'm here and I'm going through this, whatever it is that I can extract from it, yeah, whatever I can pull from this situation, mm-hmm. you know, show me what that looks like. Yeah. So it looks like what I was saying earlier about uh, my husband being like that picture of, of Christ for me. So, you know, I begged him to go home. I wanted to go home. I said, if I can get in my environment with my family, my my kids, and haven't seen them for months. I just want to be with them. If I can go home, and, and I promise I'll work. I promise I will. So we had PT coming in, you know, and they were great at Phoenix Regional. Um, I was there for a couple weeks. But I just was, I was homesick. Yeah. And um, we got to talking, and, and uh, my PT girl said, you know, well, I can teach him how to how to move you back and forth and here and there. And I was like, okay, you know, so we set up this meeting and she comes in, she teaches them all the things. And, and so now we get in the car, you know, we're going home and reality sets in that <laughs> I'm just going to have to go home yeah. and, and do all this, yeah. you know, it's scary. I can only imagine. Um, and so we get home and uh, I was saying earlier that the, the, the scariest part for me was going to bed at night because I would have to move from the couch to the chair and then the chair to the bed and um I couldn't do it myself because I couldn't move and so he was the one who would pick me up physically and I'm not a light girl you know (laughs) stop (laughs) he would pick me up physically and slide me into the chair and then slide me into the bed and um caring for me, bathing me, helping me with all these things. And um, that was a picture of Christ for me. And so you you have Christ carrying you from one place to the other. He doesn't leave us behind. He doesn't leave us hurting or in our mess. Mm -hmm. He cleans us up. He helps us to get back to where we need to be. And that's that picture of 2 Corinthians uh, 12 where you know he's pitching that tent over me in yeah. my weakness yeah. until the weakness is built back up in his right. strength and then I can move along yeah. and it's like James talks about these are all these trials that are coming are opportunities for great joy mm-hmm. nobody thinks about it like that I didn't well, this is not, not an opportunity the, listen not when you're in the middle of it you <laughs> no, don't you don't you don't but looking back on it yep. Looking back on it. Yeah, you see, I mean, what an opportunity for me to look at what I've been through and say, God, instead of I better learn my lesson. No. Instead of that, it's more like, 
what can you take from this yes. to grow me yes. and to grow somebody else, That's to help somebody else through their pain? Amen. You know, can yeah. we just be real with each other and say, I'm hurting? Yeah. You know, let me give you what I learned. Yeah. And you give me what you learned. Yeah. And then let's grow together. That's it, Jennifer. That's what we are called to That's do. the joy. That's yeah. that's it. When you can see it for that rate, this is what we're, yeah. I said, this is what we walk through together. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're going to do with it. And, and I love that you just said that because it's going to, how can we help somebody else? That's, I believe that. That's yeah. what I believe. And it, and it, and in return, it changes you. It does. It, it's purifying. It's doing the things it's supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't waste any of it if it we allow him to, mm-hmm. to take all of it. Um, and, and I think that's one of the most uh, wonderful parts is knowing that he doesn't waste it because mm-hmm. when you go through a difficult time, the last thing you want to think is in any of it, it's going to be for nothing. You know, and like, what was the point of all this? Yeah. You know, the last thing I want to do is to walk away from one of the most horrifying times of my life with nothing to show for sure. it. Sure, yeah, no. So if I'm going to have anything to show for it, I want it to be something that brings him glory, something that helps somebody else, something that grows my own life, my family. And you that's know? a decision, <clears throat> I believe, as a Christian. I think that's something you have to, you know, what we talked about, you got to do your part. It's a choice. Because my friend Ashley always said, you can have a bad day, which I know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean by that. Yeah, I do. Okay. But don't stay stuck. Yeah. All right. So we can have things happen, mm-hmm. but don't stay stuck. Now, when they things come up, you got to deal with it. Sure. When, like you're talking about, sometimes I wake up and I'm angry. And, mm-hmm. okay, you got to deal with that, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's not scared of that. Yep. But I think what you're saying, you, you've got to put the work in and say, okay, this is what this is. And and I think you're doing that by going eating with the, your, your nurses that were there mm-hmm. You're building relationships. You're today sharing on the podcast. You're doing all the things I know that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Your boys, I know, are looking at your strength. I know 1,000% know that. I saw that on their faces that day, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So it, it just is, it just, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? But you're putting the work in. You're deciding, I'm not going to stay stuck in that. Yeah. I, and if things pop up, I'm going to deal with it. But I'm going to press on and we're going to use this. Yeah. For your glory. Yeah, there yeah. are days. Sure. I mean, there's so many days. <laughs> there are days that, you know, I wake up and I'm, I'm mad for no reason. Yeah. There are days that I wake up and I cry for no reason. Yeah, sure. Um, and, you know, so going through, like, the process of all of this, you know, I've had to deal with the physical mm-hmm. aspects of things, the emotional. The emotional caught up along with the mental all at the same time. Right. And so the when I was trying to focus on the physical part— like I'm getting myself back in order. I can drive. Yeah. I want to cook for my family. I want to wash my dishes. Who wants to do that? <laughs> I did. I know. You know, I, mean, I want to do all these things. But then <clears> the phys- the physical started taking care of itself. Um, and I still have some work to do there. But then the mental and emotional hit me. Yeah. And what do you do with that? You know, it's like this storm going on in my mind. There's a storm in my emotions. And uh, that's one of the things I had told you earlier about um, going back to Mark chapter 4 when Jesus told the disciples, let's get in the boat and go to the other side. Mm-hmm. It's like he knew the destination. He told them what the destination was. But there were things along the way that happened and took place that threw the disciples for a loop. Yeah. Just like I was thrown for a loop. Mm-hmm. You know, my family was, we were just all turned upside down. And on the other side of that, though, I think... What did they get to see when he said, Mm -hmm. you know, he spoke to the Mm -hmm. storm? What did they get to see that they wouldn't have seen Right? had they not gotten in the boat and gone to the other side? Yeah. And he's peacefully sleeping, you know, like how he does. He's just like, what are y'all worried about? What are you worried about? (laughs) I got this. I got it. (laughs) He's peacefully sleeping. But that's something, a lot of this is something that I never would have known yeah. Had I not gotten in the boat and gone to the other side. And the storms, that's what I was saying earlier, was the uh, the the things I remember from the hospital all had rain or storms or lightning, thunder. Your dreams. My dreams. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if they're drug-induced. I don't know <laughs> they are. But um, that's what, that's what I remember. And yeah. every memory I have, it was raining, storming. And um, I've had to ask Chris, you know, multiple times, what is, is this real or what, what happened here? But um, 
the storms, I think of this story when I think of those memories that it reminds me that he was with me in all of that. It reminds me that, you know, we got in the boat together. We got in the boat together. He didn't didn't send Mm -hmm. me, you know, alone. He was there with me. Um, And so even in the storms, you know, he's very present. Very present. Very present. Yep. Yep. And you feel him and you know he's there. Absolutely. That's the trusting. Yeah. Yep. I have right here, um, the storm may blow um, a lot your way, and it may blow a lot away from you, mm-hmm. but not the Lord. Never. Yeah, never. Yeah. Yeah. And it sometimes it feels like it, though. It feels like, you know, he's absent. Yeah. But he's not. But he's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there are things like, I read somebody was saying something the other day about their child crying. You know, they're hungry. They want their bottle. Mm-hmm. And that child doesn't have any clue. I'm taking care of it. Yeah, I got it. I'm coming. You know, I'm fixing it. <laughs> they get louder and louder. <laughs> Don't you hear me? But it was really, I mean, it made a lot of sense. It does you know? make sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's taking care of what mm-hmm. you don't see. Yeah. He's, he knows the end from the beginning. He knows yeah. everything. And the, the smallest of details that are going to be used in the future are, are tomorrow. Yeah. You know, we just can't see yeah, the big picture. Can't the big we picture. can't. And, he, and I know we've said this, his ways are not our, our mm-hmm. ways or his thoughts are not our, but we can't see the bigger picture. Right. And, and the thing that we've got to realize is we're not in control of anything as much as we want to be in control. Not we're all. not. And so we just got to trust the process and it's not easy. Yeah. Not and that's easy. where the trust, that's what, that's where <clears throat> trust comes in is realizing that the control is not yours. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, it's a hard thing it to do. It never has been. Never has Cause, been. And what the, pro- the problem with this is, let me tell you what the problem with this is. Let me tell you <laughs> tell about me. my my problem. Tell me, girl. When a person who has had a perfectionist type mm-hmm. personality, I will say disorder. <laughs> I've worked on that, I promise you. Over the years, and I wanted things to be cookie cutter and just sure. so, and, did it, and they were, Jennifer, for a while. Mm-hmm. I built this make-believe world. Mm-hmm. Even boxed it in right. and made it just so. So when something came my way that didn't fit into that little picture perfect world, mm-hmm. what do we do with this? Yeah, you talk about throwing you for a loop. Yeah, and then the next thing came, and then the next thing came, and the next thing came, and then mm-hmm. I can keep saying next. You, you got another, you got another four or five minutes? No, no. Okay, and then that is when I. Oh, and that's where perfectionism left, and that's when the real Kim came in, and that's where I could breathe. That's where I had freedom. Right. That's where I was able to have ministry and right. love and love well. Yeah, right. Because of what I've walked through and how I've been loved, I could finally show the real love exactly. that He was given, not this, you know, whatever I thought that was. It's the manufactured, yeah, you know, happiness yeah. of the world. And it, I think the contentment, if we can reach contentment. Mm-hmm. Contentment is trust, in my opinion. You know, I can be completely content because I'm completely walking in trust. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't say that I have it mastered yeah, because no. I don't. Um, it's a day-to-day thing, but it's it's my firm lean. Yeah. I'm firmly leaning in yeah. every circumstance, even on those days where, you know, call up my husband. I'm like, I don't understand this. Right. You know, yeah. we've had some recent things happen in our family that— have broken my heart mm-hmm. that you know my my children like when your kids hurt yeah that's a that's a that's a different yeah. kind of girl and and it's hard to look at my kids and not be able to fix it no, yep but it's very easy for me to say I don't have control over it but God you do yeah and you're working it out for their good for your glory I have to trust that I have to and even if I have to continually tell myself that do you know it's helped trust me with that. you. I say I trust you, but I mm-hmm. say your will be done, Lord. Yeah. That's what I say from now. I, that, and I mean that, Jennifer, like I've just been like, Lord, your will be done. Talking about the boys. Yeah. Your will be done. Yeah. I just have to trust you. I want to fix it. I want to make it just so. Yeah. But I'm going to spin myself crazy, and I can't do that but, anymore. And it's even like trying to take pain away. It's like you don't want your kids to hurt. Because when they're yeah. babies, you can put a Band-Aid on oh, it yeah. and tell them it's okay. Kiss them and yeah, walk it's away. Good. You know, yeah, but go play. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Just go play. <laughs> Be it's, easy. It's just like you want to take it away, and that's the control part. You sure. want to fix the pain. But, you know, we learn the most through painful situations. I was going to say, I swear, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, I mean, valleys are, are yeah. just so... 
that's when they're you start making you. Yes, yeah. that's who makes you. That's what makes you to me. That yeah. like I agree with that one thousand percent. And didn't see that when I was mm-hmm. trying to make everything just so. They're just scary. Yeah, they're not fun. <laughs> I mean, it's not like okay, no, here we go, Lord. <laughs> but it's our opportunity for great joy. The good, yeah. but the good part of that is your word is trust. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't feel good. I'm overwhelmed. Like Paul said, I'm praying. Paul was overwhelmed. He he prayed three times. Lord, take this thorn yeah. from what is, why, mm-hmm. you know. And and God said, this is what this is. And mm-hmm. so Paul continues the work and does a beautiful job of it. He's a beautiful example. And, um, you know, I just, it counted joy and it's hard, but that's, I think that's what you're saying. I think that is the trust even through, and, um, you know, I was telling you that, yeah, I used to, used to make me cringe when pastors would say, you know, I think brother Wayne would say it, you know, you haven't been through that, you're going to go through that. And I was like, don't say that. Uh But that's that trials and tribulations is what they're saying. The trials and tribulations of life will come, but don't worry because I've overcome them. Yeah. And you've got to trust that he has overcome them and may not look. Yeah. I'm just going to be very real right now. I'm very honest. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I would really like to have my best friend here to share some cool things that has happened in my life. Right. Some things that she prayed on her knees for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I would really like to call Big Deb. Right. And tell her some really cool things and, and some things. Just girl talk. Sure. Right. Um, and those things didn't pan out the way that I thought how we prayed, mm. but trust them. I trust them even in that. Like I trust them and all that. I trust that, yeah. that, that, and it's okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Like it just, um, don't it have to sense. like it, can miss it, can yeah. all that can That's grieve what I was it. Say. But it makes sense. It doesn't make it any easier. Does it make it easier? But it does make sense. And, and I think sometimes we confuse the two. Sure. That it doesn't have to be easy. Mm-hmm. To be, for you to be able to trust them, right? You know, we think, oh, I'm trusting the Lord. Yeah. We we're really good at trusting the Lord when yeah. everything's perfect. Yeah. But when things, you know, are we going to trust them even if it doesn't happen this way? Yeah. That's hard. It's hard. It's really hard, and that's that's when you know that rubber meets the road moment is, you know, how do I navigate through something that doesn't seem fair? Right. Um, that that word is tossed around a lot. This isn't fair. It's not fair. And that I won't get into that because uh-uh. it's a whole other subject. Yeah. Yeah. But um, even in the unfair things, the only option we have is either to crumble mm. under the the weight of it all, mm-hmm. which I won't say there aren't times where you do that. Yeah. Um. Or or just just keep leaning in and trusting. Just keep leaning and trusting. That, that's the only option yeah. we have, or we will fall apart. I, um, I heard T.D. Jake say, um, hopefully I'll get it right because it was funny to his congregation. I laughed mm-hmm. when he was saying um, the rich, you know, you look to the rich, they have everything. You mm-hmm. think they have it all, but they they don't have peace. Right. So I'm not all, you know, I'm just saying mm-hmm. he's just giving an example. And they may not have peace. And then the poor have peace, but they ain't got things. <laughs> I laugh so hard in the middle. Somewhere. So it's just kind of like you're always looking and searching for yeah. in, in, in this, the word of God and knowing who the Lord is in your life and who you are in him yeah. um, so that when difficult things come and the storms come that you can can trust and you can know that he's right there with you well, every that's single where step. where the peace is found is mm-hmm. in the trusting. Yeah. In the contentment. We find the contentment in the trust. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, and it, like I said, it's not, it's not easy, but uh, one of the things I was thinking about um, a couple of weeks ago was the Lord kind of hit me with this thought of don't rush the seasons oh yeah don't rush them don't rush the seasons even the hard ones like yeah. the wintry mm-hmm. the bitter cold seasons yeah, there's that you're so much through. beauty in that don't rush them because no. something beautiful is coming yeah. Yeah. and it looks dead right yeah. now it looks like it's really bad um but the, it's purpose there's a purpose in every season that you're walking through yeah um, and, and one season can't take place without the, without the season before That's so it. Good. And yeah. so it just kind of keeps us, you know, I don't know, it, can't, it keeps me grounded in knowing that this season isn't forever. Yeah, no. You know, it has to end at it some has point. To end. And then a new season begins. Amen. Um, you know, I, I just, I think it's, uh, it, it's just a beautiful thing to learn, even though it might be hard. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to learn how to to rely yeah. fully and solely on Him mm-hmm. instead of yourself. That's right. 
That's so good. I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> so good. I'm so proud of All you. All my writing over I here. I know. I'm looking at your notes and your 8,000 pages and my little <laughs> handy dandy notebook over here. Um, I think we read our scriptures. Um, yeah. I'm going to read this one one more time. Psalm 37, 5, commit your way to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Trust in him and he will act. Absolutely. He will act. In First Thessalonians 5, 24, mm. the one that has called you is faithful and yeah. he will do it. Amen. And he's got big things for you. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. He's got big things. And I, I know, you know, you said you've come away from all this different. Um, you've always kind of been that set apart girl anyways, just so you know that. Thank you. You're very welcome. I mean that. And and when I walked into church that day and I could just see it's like a beam of light around your heads. <laughs> and um and I'm just proud to know you and I'm proud to call you my friend. Thank you. And and really a true friend, a heart friend mm-hmm. for many, many years. Many years. Many years. Yeah. And so I love you. It's nice to pick up where you're It is. Yeah, oh, wait, girl, you yeah. ain't changed. <laughs> but I will say, um, you know, I don't like that you had to go through that. Yeah. But I'm thankful that you see the goodness of all the end. You know, yeah. I am I'm thankful that you have truth. I do. And that I, I see it in, in ways that I never thought I'd see it. And, yeah. Um, in the middle of it, you're like, you know, yeah. feeling the tailspin of everything. Yeah. But um, I've been able to just sit and reflect and write and. And um, kind of collect a lot of things I never would have been able to sit and articulate if yeah. I hadn't gone through all those yeah. things. And your writing, how well you write, and and um, the yellow brick road. Am I right? Yep. I say yep. that I always think um, when I, that's her Instagram account that she has. And um, any time that I've read, if you were to go on there and read any of her writings, obviously it's a gift from the Lord. But I, I can see the depth of time that you spend with him. Like, I cry over everything you write. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're just posting your food that you the other day. <laughs> she put her food on there. But what you wrote about it, it just does something for me. And and I know this is not for just me. <laughs> this podcast might just be for me. <laughs> but it's not going unnoticed. Do you know what I mean? When you're writing those things, I identify and it helps me. And then in return, God is bless me with being able to get out into the community with this job that I have, this the regions and all the stuff in our state. And that fills me like, wow, look at what he's doing in Jennifer's life. Yeah. That's so, all I could ever hope for. It is I mean, doing it really that. Is. Yeah. I, mean, I think, you know, when we threw around the idea of me starting a blog, because I keep people say, you need to write a book. You, you need, need to write a book. You do. And I'm like, I don't even know where to, how to do that. You know, I don't know. I mean, I have tons of notes and stuff, but... I just um, asked, like, I'll just throw a blog out there for right now yeah. until I figure out all the yeah. other details. Well, you but. just keep that going and document your stuff, and I'm going to encourage you to write a book. Thank you. I mean that. So well, I'm going to pray for us, yeah. okay? Lord, we love you so much, and I thank you, Father, for tonight. And um, just for Jennifer being real and authentic, Father, and her kindness and her goodness and her you know, her quiet strength. She's always been a quiet, <laughs> but just her strength through that, Father, and her— um, just her sweet smile, Lord. And I thank you for her family, uh, for Chris and uh, Christopher and Brian and and Matthew and her children's children. And Lord, I just thank you for them. I I pray that you continue to bless them from their heads to the tips of their toes. Father, give them, you know, just a season of of rest. That's Mm -hmm. my prayer for them, just a season of rest and to minister to those that you send their way, Father. I know that's their heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do want to take a minute just to pray for Chris, Lord, and um, you know, thank you for giving him the strength, Lord. Yes. And thank you for giving him the gift of of humor and laughter, because I think that's so important. I know that you laugh. Yes. And I appreciate that in him. And um he just means a lot to me and I and I just mm-hmm. wanna mm-hmm. pray for him and, and just to tell to to give him all the things that he's been asking you for, Father. Yes. I pray that in the name of Jesus that those things will be delivered in your thank time. You. And I do. I pray for that. So thank you for the word. I Father, I pray that anybody that's listening to this will just understand that, you know, in the midst of your storm that the Lord is with you every single yes. step of the way and he will not leave you. He'll never forsake you. He is right there with you fighting every single step of the way. So we love you, Lord, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.